back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Today is a great day and a bittersweet day all in one because we will find out that Nebraska will no longer be in a division in uh, in all likelihood. Maybe maybe there's this big turn at the end where they're going to keep divisions, but I don't think that's the case here. The Big Ten planning on uh, uh, introducing their future schedules as they add USC and UCLA, uh, and it's already been reported that, that they're going to scrap divisions. Uh, we'll see what the exact format is, but it does lead to the question for me, um, which was a bigger missed opportunity for Nebraska since Nebraska went to the Big 12, started their divisions up until this point. It's going to be the era of Nebraska in divisions of the conferences uh, from 96 until, I suppose, 2023. Uh, we're going to leave the legends out of it, though I suppose I you could say. throw that one in there as well. But Big 12 North or Big 10 West, which is the bigger missed opportunity for Nebraska because this era now of divisionless football is going to make it a little bit more div- difficult for a team like Nebraska mm-hmm. um, to be in the mix because in you know with with the format that you have right now with the divisions of course you can win a week Big Ten West um, not have to necessarily run through the gauntlet as we know the Big Ten West yeah. hasn't been great upset Ohio State in the championship game. And boom, you're the Big Ten champs, and you get to go to the Rose Bowl, or depending on how your season. We've seen Iowa, Wisconsin, you know, have opportunities. Um, you know, going Iowa even going into the championship game undefeated uh, a few years back. Now, now of course, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to do that. You're going to have to play a, a more difficult schedule. It's going to be even. Yeah. It's going to be you know make more sense across the board. But it does make a little bit uh, a little bit more difficult. And I'll, I'll say not just for Nebraska because. Um, maybe, you know, that's not, not tried to downplay what Nebraska has been historically, but it's where they're at right now as a program. Um, you know, you can't just kind of slide your way through a bad division and get your chance at, you know, to play for a championship. Um, so again, I, I'll ask the question, Nick, I'll, I'll get your answer first. Let us know on the Saturday Hammond text line, 402-464-5685. You can call in Hunt of Lincoln hotline, 402-464-5685. I've been saying that number for 10 years, still can't get it right. <laughs> uh, but uh, what's the biggest missed opportunity, Big 12 North or Big 10 West? What are your kind of feelings? It's got to be the Big 10 West. Mm. Got to be the Big 10 West. Um I don't know. Like, yeah, there's those there's those one years where it will take there will be an undefeated Iowa, right? Yeah. Or or Northwestern will squeak in there. But if if you look otherwise, like when when Wisconsin was in it, they were a nine win team. And and you look at the Big Ten West, you're you don't have to be like in the Big Ten East. It doesn't come down to that last game of the year between Ohio State and Michigan in the Big Ten West. It we were sitting there thinking about what we said last year. It was after Scott Frost got fired. And it was all right. You just have to win three games, and you're in. What, at what point last year was Nebraska tied for first in the Big Ten West? Yeah, like later, late, that. late in the season, Nebraska at one point was tied for first in the Big Ten West, and they finished with a four and eight record. Yeah, that that that's all you have to. That would have never been okay in the Big Twelve North, for example. Missouri was good at that time. Um, there were a couple good seasons with Kansas State. Oh yeah, and and such. But and and so when you look at the Big Ten West, I think it's a huge missed opportunity 
because also there was a blueprint on how to how how to win games in the Big Ten, and unfortunately, whether it was it was the lack of of ability with the pro style offense with Mike Riley or the unwillingness to change identities or even establish an identity with Scott Frost, that set you back. That, that took seven of your years. The, those, those coaches took seven of your years from you, and you weren't able to do anything in those seven years other than lose lose games and not make any adjustments. And so, yes, you had the one nine-win season. I understand that with Mike Riley but in terms of establishing a program, not just not just winning in the terms of a season, the seven years d- didn't really do a whole lot for Nebraska, unfortunately. So you find yourself sitting here going, "Dang, Nebraska not playing in a conference champ, uh, or excuse me, not not having a conference title since 1999, not playing in one since uh, what was it 2014 with with Wisconsin when you got shellacked 2012, 2012. Yeah. Thank you, 70 to 31 in that game." I mean, it's just disappointing knowing, all right, now you're going to have to go through a much tougher slate, especially if Nebraska finds out that they get a USC on their schedule every year. You're going to have to go through a tougher slate in order to, to, you know, stop that streak. Yeah. And maybe, and you know, maybe that, you know, iron sharpens iron. You hope that if that is the case, Nebraska will be forced to kind of rise up to that level. And that's what, you know, somebody off the text line says Nebraska screwed without the Big Ten West based on the last 13 years. I'll tell you what, the Mike Riley, uh, you know, uh, Scott Frost era, you're not going to, that's, that's not a division necessarily yeah. thing. You're going to lose you know, across the board in those, those, those tenures just didn't work out uh, all that's too well. That's a good well. point. That's uh, a good but point. I, I, I mean, I, I think I have to agree with you. I have to lean toward the big 10 West. There were years where the big 12 North wasn't very good. Um, obviously with the split of the big 12 back in those days, Oklahoma and Texas, kind of the big draw to the big 12 South. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M, Texas Tech, you know, those teams would pop up sometimes. There were years where the Big 12 North was really good. I mean, Colorado in the early 2000s, Kansas State in the late 90s, Missouri in the mid-2000s kind of died off toward the end of the days of the Big 12 North. I mean, that's where I suppose Nebraska did step up. Won divisions in 2009 and 2010. Of course, won one in 2006. So they did win the Big 12 North, obviously, in 99, 2006, actually 96 even, uh, 2009 and 2010, and won the Legends of in 2012, never won the Big Ten West, and a Big Ten West team has never won the Big Ten Championship. Every time they've went to yeah. face the Big East, cha- Big Ten East Championship, uh, Big Ten East champion in the championship, they've lost. I still kind of go back to this list I made, and it's uh, and, and I couldn't find it, but uh, just to think of the, the the names that have won the Big Ten West at quarterback yeah. over the years. I mean, you're talking C.J. Bethards and Alex Hornibrooks and uh, you know Clayton Thorsons. I mean, what was the one with Wisconsin in 2012? Was it was that wasn't Stavi? It was uh, like Kurt Phillips Kurt started Phillips, that game. Yeah, was, he was, was he was the game. Wisconsin third string quarterback. Yeah, and so it, it's just disappointing um, when you when you look at these last couple years and. That's, I mean, I, I suppose that's why you bring in a guy like Matt Rule. I mean, how many times have we have we said it, and how many times more do we need to say it? That's why you hope hope to build some sort of a foundation because as the Big Ten is starting this new era where there's no divisions and they're going to continue to add schools, right? You need to, if you're Nebraska, you need to figure out a way to not get left in the dust, 
don't don't allow yourself. I understand from the national perspective, Nebraska's fallen off quite a bit, and, and even in the Big Ten conference pers- uh, perspective, they've fallen back quite a bit. But don't allow yourself to be in the same conversations as the Rutgers and Indianas. Mm-hmm. You can't. You got to figure yeah. out a way to stop. You got to figure out a way to build a foundation. How do you do it? I'm not sure. I I I, I think. Hopefully Matt Rule figures it out. I like and some of their exactly. ideas. I like the camping idea to yes. put the team together. I mean, I like the start of it, but it's but a, it's, it's it's no longer like, well, that was the wrong head coach. Get a different one, yes. and, and, and that should fix things. It's like you have to build this thing. Yeah, and so it's just it's it's difficult. It's difficult to look back and go, man, this is how bad it's been. Yeah, this is how bad it's been. And I don't want to make this conversation so depressing, but it, Nebraska, I I hate to say this. There's still eyeballs that get drawn towards Nebraska, but the Big Ten's not going to wait on Nebraska. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I, that's kind of my point of this conversation is like the Big Ten conference is not going to go. Okay, how can we make it better for Nebraska? It never has. Yeah. It never has. No, they'll do that for Ohio State, maybe even Michigan. But why? Because they're winning and they're getting national respect year in and year out. Nebraska's got to figure out a way to win those those rivalry and game conversations come up how do they work themselves in the rooms with the uscs and the the, t- the better teams rather than the how do we the Rutgers and the indianas those caliber of teams yeah and, and, ho- and it's been long thought that maybe nil could speed up that process for nebraska uh i know scott frost was excited about that you, you read you know stuff uh, over the last week where anonymous big 10 coaches are saying yeah. you know nebraska is a sleeping giant because of that sort of thing so if they can get it rolling um you know they, they do have advantages built in that should make the rebuild easier compared to you know some of those schools well, that I you're su- mentioning i suppose but. so bach but like also, we haven't seen that. It's payoff as much. The yeah. payoff. And and I understand that coaching staffs were not were not up to par and they were not quality. I, I get that there's that conversation. But when we talk about NIL, at some point everybody's gonna have a collective, if they don't already. Everybody's gonna have somebody in the athletic department offices that control it. There's going to be people that can fundraise better. Like they're they're going there it's never going to stop. And unfortunately, even with Nebraska getting the Trey Palmers, getting the Casey Thompsons, you have a four and eight season to show for it, and you lost one of your best. You continue to lose players, unfortunately, the transfer portal, mm-hmm. such as Ernest Hausman. Yeah, and so I and, and those situations are still going to happen with or without NIL. But I think you would have hoped to see the results maybe play out a little differently when your leading receiver has gotten come from the, the transfer portal the last few years and you have nothing but three and four win seasons to show for it. Yeah, and, and I think of that NIL discussion. If Nebraska's got it all, too, it's like, you know, and I know we can break it down and look at it, but, like, where is it going? Like, if, if, if you are one of the nation's leaders in NIL – then why aren't like stars coming to campus? Not guys yeah. that need a chance. Like even Trey Palmer turned out great. That's a guy that needed a look. Casey Thompson was like a guy that needed a, a chance. Um, you know, if if you think you're one of the leaders in on NIL, you know maybe that would lead to. And, and this is, I guess, you know, looking at the, the top guy, like a Sam Hartman, though, like yeah. a, a proven guy that, that that's just looking to upgrade um, his situation. And of course, Notre Dame's in a best, much better situation than Nebraska, and that's where you know the NIL stuff can fall off. You, you've got to win. Uh, Nebraska's got to find a way uh, to get back into the winning category, and well, and we'll see. Kind of, you know, Matt Rule. I think you, you know, I think we all kind of feel good about where he, he he's starting. You know, what he's what he's doing, but his starting point again, I just. 
I used to look at those, you know, in the Big 12 North days, in those, mm-hmm. you know, mid-2000s, late-2000s, I always say this, I, I looked and I, I thought, like, what's different about these teams than the late 90s teams and, you know, the, the era of Nebraska being great? And now it it's so much different that it's, it's like yeah. trying to find a few few differences that, that might make up the difference back then was kind of the goal. Now it's like, what is even similar because there's not a whole lot besides the end on the helmet. Well, it's like talking about the NIL side of things as well. Like, So, for example, Bear Alexander, the Georgia guy, right? And, and Nebraska's gotten their share of the Stefan wins. But once again, Stefan Wynn left after one year here on the program. So you have the Stefan wins. You have the now this year the MJ Shermans, the, those guys. But you look at like a Bear Alexander type, right, who ends up going to USC from Georgia. And he posts a video of him in his new apartment and it's right on the it's it's right on downtown us or in usc it's it's a beautiful apartment hard to compete with that right it's there. hard to complete compete yeah. with it but they're doing it like i'm saying usc is shoveling out the money for those types of guys and we'd like to think and compare nebraska to usc on an nil or competitiveness level i'm not sure it's there i'm not sure that the nil is as as rich as maybe we think it is. Yeah, as we as at least, and that, like that's a cold be. hard truth because yeah. all we heard the last two three years was how how stacked and how good it was going to be for Nebraska. Yeah, it. it I I, I kind of agree with you there. I don't think that that nil, at least alone, is going to do enough for Nebraska to kind of get back into the conversation. All right, let's take a quick break here on the ticket water cooler. Coming up next, let's go ahead and explore Nebraska goes Hollywood. We don't know if it's going to happen, but the potential for it is at least fun enough to to talk about for a segment. We'll do that coming up next here on the ticket water cooler, ninety three seven. The ticket.